I was like, what do you mean people like us? And he's like, dude, if we'd been drinking beers all day on the beach, you got to get a cup of coffee before we can go out and rip shots. I was like, oh, yeah, forget. You're still in the spirit with us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude, I, I was uh, I was unpacking still, and I, I just was going through a box of like random stuff, and I was like, you know, it'd be great to put um it's like my collection of golf balls of like great rounds you know like there's only three of them that i thought were worthy but i was like be nice to have one of those big crown royale bags for this like like, (laughs) that's not a thing that i've really had around for a long time (laughs) that's kind of funny oh all right you ready to rock Yes, Good sir. Day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. All this. What the? This is the podcast starring the tits. Starring the tits. Start the uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the podcast the greatest podcast in all the land all the land the host of this here podcast the ted smith all right to the side of me equal squares tonight Cobb's out on assignment we got matt comma the producer mctp what's up matt hey ted i'm putting you on speaker view you're full screen for me oh i like that yeah i just have his back to back which is kind of nice reminds me of uh just to say, it reminds me of the old days of uh, when we were stuck in the pandemic and I would Zoom my buddy Rob because he was stuck in England. He couldn't get back. I'd be like, I remember I had like a Friday off, and I was like, dude, I'll Zoom you at like one in the afternoon for a change. You don't have to stay up all night waiting for me. He's like, awesome. Yeah, that's a great way to do it. Now you have a Seahawks England flag right behind you. <laughs> right, the Union Jack. You've come a long way. <laughs> I knew I knew there was a term for it. I know you know it. I was like, I still don't. I the only reason I would know the term Union Jack is because I've heard you say it a few times in reference to that thing. Yeah, and honestly, I didn't know the name of it forever. I just knew it as like the British flag. And then uh, I was gonna say, like the first year back in fourteen, when I went to uh, Burning Man with Cobb. Like one of the landmarks, some somebody at their camp had a massive union jack that was lit up at night. So it was pretty, when the street signs, it was pretty easy to know where you were heading. And I remember calling it the British flag. And I think it was Cobb. was like, you know, it's the union jack. It's like, ah, no kidding. All right. Union jack. Union <laughs> jack. That's way more fun. <laughs> it is. You, I'm getting very cultured on the whole uh, Great Britain itself now. So I've been watching Welcome to Wrexham. Oh, Okay. Have you watched this yet, Matt? No. Is this the soccer one with Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney? McEl- is it McElhaney or McElhaney? Yes. I know. Th- and everybody always screws up his last name. It's Mac. <laughs> it is. So, yeah, they buy that club in Wales. And then, like, like I already like soccer. So that was an easy one for me. Yeah. But I started watching it. And, like, one episode, they just give you, they're like, all right. I know you're expecting soccer stuff and us, but it's like, we're just going to give you a history. So, you know, a little more about Wales. And I was like, huh, like interesting. Like I, like for some reason, I always thought of Wales as being North. Like it's not, that's Scotland. (laughs) It's like Wales is closer to Ireland. It's like, it's like on that side. I was like, all right. 
And then uh, here's a good fun fact for you. There's more uh, sheep than people in Wales. Wow. Yeah, man. There's a lot. What else you got? Uh, Well, you know, like most stuff back in the day, like uh, Wales, like was part of England. And then they separated. And then they kind of dug like a giant trench and like built like a crude wall. And we're like, hey, because for a while it was just like six like tribes or whatever. Then they kind of got together. They started their own language and everything. But obviously the English kept, as they said, peeking over and kept trying to take them over and they'd fight them for a while. But then England took them over, brought them into their empire. And uh, basically because it's like, uh, what's it like east of England, right? So it's like on the beach and stuff. So way back in the day, like centuries ago, all the fancy people and the what do you call them? Not just kings and queens. What are the really rich people in like the Middle Ages? Aristocrats. So they would all go over to Wales and build like castles because it was like like their second homes or whatever. And they had like, yeah. And somebody they said it was like the original Airbnb. But Wales per capita has more castles than any other country. Really? Because of this, because okay. all the rich people in England were like, oh, we'll go summer in Wales. I'm sure they didn't say it like that. It's probably like, oh, we'll go over Wales. <laughs> you know, I'm quarter Welsh. That's all I'm asking. Oh, yeah. Well, I got I got I got Welsh facts for you. Look, they're not out there just making grape juice, dude. <laughs> right. That's what I thought. That's all I really rep is like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm Welsh. I got great, great grape juice. I like the white grape juice myself, but, you know, then it's it, somehow it's even sweeter. But, you know, I've always enjoyed that brand. I don't know if it's actually from Wales, but <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, I was just as I was saying it out loud, on like a thing that's actually being recorded. I sound like an idiot all day, but for some reason, just it's like, oh, yeah, that's I don't want to make it sound like I actually think it's that. But I I didn't not think it until I was saying it out loud, like. That's an American corporation, isn't it? Yeah, like I completely was just throwing it out as a bullshit line. It's owned by Unilever. <laughs> uh, quick sidebar. I know our buddy Josh had brought this up before at Meltdown one year. Are you team red grape or team white grape? Uh, White grape. See, I for some reason, I've been going through a grape phase. Uh-huh. And like, I really feel like the red grape is superior. Why, why do you feel that way? A couple places I go to get lunch, like one place just has a bunch of food and you can get grapes. The other place has a mixture of red and white. And I'm like, I prefer the all red one. And then when I, I bought white ones at home and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, it could be mental. They might taste the same. But for some reason, I've convinced myself in the last, I'd say, week and a half, two weeks that the red grape is a superior grape. Well, <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're sturdier in a lot of cases. You know, that's they what I like about them. Better. Yeah, those, those white one or green ones, man, they be getting all mushy. They're they're a little they're they have a shorter window. I'll say that. Um, cotton candy grapes are the are the kings now, though. Have you had those? I've had one once, I think, but okay. I feel like that's a short period that they're out there. Yeah, but they're so good. But they're they're on the they're on the white grape side of the thing. They've got a unique hue, but it's definitely a white 
white grape type with the cotton candies, which I would say those are my those are my go to's now. All right. All right. I feel like I only see him in like one season specifically, but I'll look for him tomorrow when I go to the store. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, I don't know. I do. I can I can understand that reds are more reliable and will hold for a little longer. Like it's, if you're in a grape phase, the utility of red grapes is going to, you know, be a plus for you. Yeah, exactly. That's probably part of it, because I bought some green ones and then like had a weekend, didn't eat too many of them. And I was like, ah, they're kind of mushy now by by like Monday. Yeah, I'm I'm fully on the side of uh, team red grape. Look, people only date green grapes. They marry red grapes. <laughs> <laughs> You know it's true. You need a red grape in your life, son. And a girl is going to be there for you. Uh, such a fantastic analogy. <laughs> right? Oh, all right. Let's see. Uh, so one of the interesting things on that Welcome to Wrexham, one of the last episodes, right? So Rob and Ryan had never met in person. Right. They just were friends through like the Internet and like like Ryan Reynolds, like slid into his DMs or something and was asking about it's always sunny. So then they finally meet in person because they bought this club together and they're like getting along and stuff. But they uh, they had a female psychologist that they were going to that was talking about like guys and how they get get along with each. I was about to say get on with each other. <laughs> Christ, I'm not English. <laughs> How they like get along and stuff. And she was like, guys are, you know, it's different about like, do you hug? Do you handshake this and that? And she's like, sports is just the thing that like masculinity and this and that, that they agree on. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to seem weird. It's just two dudes now talking about, it. I'm like, I, I don't disagree with her, but part of it too is like, is it just innate that we like playing sports and watching, you know, awesome professional athletes do stuff i mean i it definitely feels like instinctual for me um and i think enough of us just grew up playing it you know that it's it's just if you've had positive experience playing any sport you can just kind of get it a little bit more across like i'm not a big soccer guy but like I get it, you know what I mean? Right. I'm like, because I'm a sports guy, because so I played sports growing up, um, and so I don't know if it's nature versus nurture there. Yeah, I don't. And she brought up another good point too. Is she was like going back through some of the film, and she was like talking about how guys embrace embrace each other, and it's like, like she's right. Like I'm, I don't mind hugging, but also there is sometimes where it's awkward and you don't know what to do, and then it's like the handshake. But then it's like, all right, we'll pull it in for like kind of a bro hug. But I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I don't. It was kind of blowing my mind. Like, it's part of it wants to be like, no, nah, that's not it. Just, t-. but I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna argue with her. I'm just watching it. And she was just like, as they broke down, like how you meet a new guy and like you're shaking with one hand, then you pull him in for a hug. And I'm like, oh, I go through this awkwardness even with guys I know. Like sometimes, like for whatever reason, even though we hug, it's like generally I will get some kind of dap in first. Yeah, it's always a safe bet to to figure out some sort of dap situation before you're in for a full on hug. Yeah, and she brought up another good point too that men that generally 
wouldn't hug other men like during a sporting event it's fine that one kind of hit me i was like ah she's not wrong <laughs> like you're at a sporting yeah. event you'll hug you'll hug random people you don't care yeah yeah it's wow and i mean <laughs> were they making light of all of this it, the, both those guys are pretty funny and i'm just as i'm hearing this i'm like wow i mean it's spot on and it's very interesting but it's also yeah i mean it's kind of funny right like how we're just it is all these little i don't want to call them uh well they're just like little social norms and rituals that just kind of have been ingrained with you know dudes around sports and i'm like never really stop and think about it but yeah it's some it's kind of awkward sometimes just being a dude making friends down here like but if I go to a hockey game, you know, it's just a bunch of dudes yelling at the ice. Like, yeah. Well, because they even brought up like bromance. She's like, there's even a special term for it. It can't just be like friends or whatever. I'm like, I guess you're right. But I'm like, everybody says that like men, women. But like, she's right. It's weird. Like, yeah, we don't have to make a funny name for it. Just like, no, I like this guy. I guess maybe that was the point of it. Sometimes it's hard to just be like, yeah, I like this guy. I want to hang out with him more. Because And look, I am very guilty of like, ah, oh, this guy's awesome. Like, we got a bro. You know what I mean? We got a bromance. We got this going on. It's like, yeah, I guess it is weird to say out loud. Like, oh, I just met this guy. I, I like him. Yeah. I don't know how to make a move to be better friends with him. <laughs> right? And that's the problem. Even as we're talking about it, I'm realizing she's very right. You're like, I don't know how to make a move. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. What do you mean make a move? Like, why? Dude, why text- do I have to say that? <laughs> I got to text my bro Bobby back. <laughs> right? Just can't find the right words. You made this sandwich for me? I made it for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I have. Uh, I probably have like four like bros that I've met golfing down here. That like, I just think they're really cool. And yeah, it's like they might as well be hot chicks because like I have a girlfriend, so I don't have to do- create that awkwardness for myself around females anymore, which is nice. But like. Yeah, it's the same sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, and like asking for numbers is weird. That, yeah, yeah. I mean, we get 18 great holes, and it's like, so uh, you want to do this again uh, <laughs> sometime? Or... Right. Damn it, dude. I mean, listen, in my Sounders ticket group, right, There's I've been sitting with those guys since the 2010 season. Now, some of these guys I didn't know until I started sitting there, but I count them as good you know good friends but when i sit back and think about it it's like i don't hang out with them a ton outside of that like one guy i felt like a complete a-hole because he was like yeah like our kids too i was like our kid it's like i didn't even know you were married and he's like yeah man he's like i just come to the games to have fun i was (laughs) like man like i can't believe i've known you for six years and like we've had intense conversations about a lot of things at halftime and stuff it never like i it never even dawned on me to be like tell me about your family <laughs> like i was like yeah that that's weird was it all soccer based <clears throat> yeah Talking to him? yeah yeah 
well, yeah. soccer base, you know, we might dabble with some politics or like world events. What's going on? But yeah, I don't know why it never dawned on me. Just to ask about the dude's family. Yeah. Well, like there's small talk and then there's personal talk. There's personal small talk. Right. But yeah, like, that's a good point. Crossing over, you know. Yeah. Especially in a sporting environment like that. It's loud. So uh, you got any kids? <laughs> it's just funny. It's like the guy I'm thinking of, like, literally, I remember being with him and like two other dudes randomly at like the George and Dragon. And like one guy in our group was he, he was like a friend of theirs. I didn't know him. And he was like, just just hammered right and he's like throwing ice at us but then it hits the couple behind us and the the dude the dude behind us is kind of messed up and he wants to fight this guy and we all jump up and like i remember saying to this guy like dude i got your back and it's like i didn't even know he was married but i'm willing to like settle a bar fight with them this was years ago but i'm like yeah man maybe something's wrong here <laughs> you know i got you brother whatever you need like god damn it <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i don't know you just when i think back to to growing up and stuff and like how many friends i made through sports you know it was it is such a big part of just our social lives but you know it's in its own little separate compartment of it uh but yeah, i mean look i'm my family's super guilty of it right like no matter what's going on we could always talk sports and stuff and like what was i gonna say was it it might have been this summer when I was back there for Father's Day. I was hanging out at my sister's and she I mean, she watches the commander. She's not like a sports nerd like us. But I'm sitting there with like my aunt and uncle and like a couple other people. And then after like half an hour, we're just sitting in this living room and it's just quiet. And my sister all people was like, should we see if there's some sports? on?" <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is awkward. Like, it's rare that all the Smiths are, are together. They're like, there's not some kind of game in the background. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Do, do you have a ball we could toss around? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's been every everywhere just when you're watching it it just gives you something to do something to bond over it's it's the best like it was a psychologist on welcome to Wrexham like pro sports like maybe she was neutral but yeah I mean you know it was more just like male interaction okay right and I will say the part about like dapping a dude up and then bringing him in for a hug. She's like, yeah, you got to leave room. Can't have your hearts touched. That'd be weird. I was like, that's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I never thought of myself doing it that way, but I guess that's true as opposed to an all out hug. <laughs> but if you look at like, right, if you look at sports, if you look at, say, a group of guys that like to enjoy riding motorcycles together, you know, like that's generally the hug you're getting. You could pull them yeah. in tight, but like yeah, that's what you're getting. And I was like, ah, she, she's amazing. You know, I mean, maybe this is why she made a profession out of it. And <laughs> guilty is charged. Right. <laughs> like, ah, ma'am, you got me on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I consider my, but like, I, I give a lot of like hugs to my bros, you know, but like the, the amount of like hearts touched while we hug you know bros is significantly smaller 
<laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I could I could rattle most of that list off pretty quickly. Whereas, <laughs> like, I'll give a dab hug to like hundreds of dudes, but no questions asked. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, I'm the same way. I dap hug. You know, if I go to an event, I'm dap hugging a lot of people. But yeah. you're right. The full embrace is like, oh, I got to know this guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a good amount of both. It's, but yeah, she's very good at her job. <laughs> well, it's also funny is when you watch those two dudes together, like Rob McElhenry. That's what it is. Like, he's a massive star, right? Yeah. But I forget, like, Ron Reynolds is Deadpool. Like, he's a massive, massive star. So she even points out, like, she's like, you could tell Rob's a little uncomfortable sometimes and almost like, you know, it's like when you meet a girl, you're kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for? It almost seems like he's got a crush on Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> but, like, he, like even I'm stammering just explaining it. It's like, right. But that would be weird if I was like, oh, I've got a total crush on this guy. Like, I'd have to say, like, a dude crush or something. Yeah. It's a bromance. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's not us, Matt. Maybe it's this goddamn society has done this to us. Yeah, I mean, it's exciting. Bros <laughs> being bros, you know, like. But, yeah, like, like I have a buddy that's one of my best friends in the world, right? And he came over uh, a couple Sundays ago. We didn't do nothing big. Had some beers. What? I think I cooked up some mini crab cakes I had ordered from Jimmy's Famous Seafood. Please. Jimmy's, if if you need a West Coast sponsor, <laughs> holler at me. Uh, but the right, and we have like serious talks and everything. We know everything about each other's lives. And the next day, I texted him and I literally said, "Man, that was awesome." Just bro, I said, "Bros being bros, watching some football." I love it. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't get any better. All right, real quick. Speaking of bros, Tom Brady retired. I believe he's actually retired this time. For good. Very good tears in his eyes. Yeah. Well, I was also thinking that like, and this is for anybody that watches sports, but like one thing I'm super jealous of, number one, you're getting to play a game for a living. But number two is like you win a Super Bowl. Like there's no BS. You're the best team that year. Whereas like, say you're a famous actor, you might win a couple Oscars. Let's say you win five Oscars over your career, but people are still be like, ah, this actor is better. Like there's no final answer. That's one thing I like about sports. You get a final definitive like winner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the Super Bowl in Tampa would have been the ultimate mic drop, in my opinion. Like he could have just yeah. retired after that, stayed with Giselle, you know. I mean, it is kind of funny to me that you know, you could have the the hottest supermodel in the world as your wife, and at a certain point, it's still. I'd rather go get hit in the head by some three hundred pounders than be with you every single day, all the time. I gotta go. Like, it just he's, uh, you know. And then on the other side, it's like you got divorced to play one shitty season, and like just get rocked, and you know, it was kind of. A lackluster finish to yeah one of the greatest careers you know of all time which you know the Seahawks were involved in so I I you know I always uh but I always respected him like so here's the other thing too is like not only to go play football again but is part of it just as simple as like he misses the boys you know what I mean I mean look at 
you know, when you look at, say, like uh, motorcycle clubs, right? They they sprout up really when it comes like you got veterans coming back from war. As terrible as war is, it's like they miss that bonding as a group setting. The camaraderie. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hell, like, like, and this is no dig at the league, but like what I play in in pub league, you know, that's designed for people who aren't good enough to play in these other leagues. And like, that's not just hanging out with the boys. That's a co-ed all difference, but it's still like, you know, halfway through the season, those, those are my teammates bonding. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a big thing of why people like religion and cars and bikes and music. Uh, yeah. There's there's a couple other things that like, you know, people just it, after a while, is it the thing or is it the people, you know, like it's just fun being around people and having a common interest. And, you know, the fun thing about watching sports is like kind of anyone can do it for like a long period of time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't play sports forever. Tom Brady played sports for, you know, a very tough position and very tough sport for a very long time. And he's still got a lot of good years ahead of him. He's going to, you know, if he goes on back on TV, he'll be making basically as much money <laughs> as he was as a QB. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't think money's his worry. <laughs> right. Right. But he's just, yeah. Um, you know, but he can watch football, you know, forever. If he wants to talk about it live on TV, he'll make a ton of money too. But, you know, like we can just be fans of the Seahawks for 20 years plus, you know, and, and it's a great way, you know, it's like a stable force in your life that you can kind of rely on and build some consistency with, you know? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, look at music, right? I know plenty of people that, you know, or are like I don't, I don't think they have huge aspirations of making it big or going on tour, but they still want to play shows and stuff because they like playing music. They like hanging out with the other members of the band or this and that. Like you know, people just want to be like a group. Yeah, I told you real quick, and then we'll, uh, <laughs> when I was hanging out with Migs <laughs> in December, we're sitting here chatting, and I keep talking about the Tacoma Donkeys, like you know, and I'm like, don't you miss playing hockey and this and that? And finally, I just go. Steve, do you miss the boys? I guess what it's getting down to is I miss the boys. He's like, oh, yeah, of course. He's like, I'm like I know your wrestling career is really taking off, but like, I miss the boys, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get back in with the boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, we should take a break. Let's take a break, Matt. Okay. We'll still take a break in here. Everybody right. will be happy. All right. Okay, thank you to our sponsors. We're uh, back in action here. I'd also like to mention uh, we usually talk a lot of food. We haven't talked any food, but I believe next week, having a guy on, he runs a uh, competition barbecue down in Puyallup, I think. Ooh. And he made a like Jack Daniels, like, is it peach cheesecake or peach cobbler? Either way, his dessert now has, he's like entered in some massive contest because this dessert's so good. Wow. So I, yeah. So they, somebody sent it into the bedroom Facebook and I I just replied. I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and mess like let me hit you up on the personal page. Like, I'm gonna come on the podcast and talk to barbecue. <laughs> He's like, Oh, I'd love to, man. I was like, like fing A. This is <laughs> networking, Ted. 
<laughs> well done. Right. Uh, let's see. What other little uh, things that I have? Oh, I did run in. Uh, I so I went down and saw the Scoblins last Friday down at Slim's Last Chance. Oh yeah, how was that? It was it was fun. I think that's a different venue for them to play in. Not a lot, not too much dancing going on. I okay. I was posted up at the bar, but I'm I'm not known to be the biggest ska dancer in the world. Do you know what ska dancing? You know, there's a term for it. Oh uh, yeah. It's yeah. oh it's it sounds like. God mm. damn it! Because we were hanging out and. What is the term for it? Oh man. Oh. It's it's fun. Skanking. Skanking. I, I knew it had something. Skunking. I was like, <laughs> they, right? they were like, it's skanking. I'm like, easy, fellas. <laughs> uh, but I ran into our buddy who's the bass player. And I was like, hey, man, we were just talking about you on the podcast. And he's like, oh, yeah, about what? And I was like, oh, Cobb was trying to make an argument about uh about vegans eating fake protein and stuff and then i was like yeah well you know that guy that's all yoked and tattooed like you're like yeah we told him you were gonna beat his ass and he's like oh man should i listen i was like oh it's pretty funny and i just thought you'd appreciate it oh that's so awesome you saw him yeah well that's the thing too like right it's a friday night they didn't know the other two bands so it was kind of cool just kind of sitting at slim seeing them in like a a closer environment and then uh marcy and our buddy justin came out okay awesome marcy thanks for the ride home <laughs> <laughs> brett was there of course i love i love brett like i know justin and marcy are going brett beat me to the bar and like as we're in the uber down there i say to my other buddy i go ah knowing brett he's already talking to him we get in there all three of them are sitting there together and i'm like what's up guys and they're like wait a minute like the, they didn't even Brett didn't even know that I knew them. He's just a personable dude, just out there having <laughs> fun, chatting people up. <laughs> he would. Oh, that's right? awesome. That's what I was like, oh, this is uh this is great. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, it was cool though. Yeah, like, I got a couple couple other friends uh came out and stuff, and then yeah, I was gonna say it was good to see Josh and everybody. But yeah, good good to see him. And I was just like, he was like, I know this isn't like in your neighborhood. I was like, it's not. But I was like, it's in Seattle. Like this isn't. It's not going to Everett. It's not going to Arlington. Yeah. I was like, which I got no issue going there. But when you don't own a car, like you got to plan stuff out. I'm like, this is much easier. Like I took yeah. a, I took an Uber over here and got a, and got a free ride home. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah, it's probably as close to your house as they're coming for a while. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh man all right uh emails we only have one email it just says matt and ted are awesome can they just do a show so thank you emailer there here you go <laughs> 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 <All right. laughs> now we can check in with what's matt and hey what's good what's matt Whoa. uh before we get to what's matt hey what's good what's matt First of all, I mean, that was a really smooth read of that email. You really yeah, right. you nailed that. Yeah. Well, and you didn't even notice me like, you know what it is, dude? I pulled it up on my phone. I was looking at it. So, yeah, just just easy for me to do. <laughs> 
uh, this is a fun weekend um, and productive. Um, All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, uh, yes, I had work on Saturday, but then uh, had some cleaning to do. Um, but I got just stuff around the house. We've been moving. We're still not moved, but we hadn't really cleaned yet. And, you know, in the process of moving, stuff gets kind of dirty and messy. And so it's good to, you know, tackle some of that stuff. Um, Sunday, you know, I knew the games were on. Um, I was going to play golf on Sunday, but there's a frost delay because it's very cold here, too. I just want to say <laughs> we're not immune to the Arctic blast. Oh, it's legit cold in Seattle. I mean, you you know me. I've sat here before and said it's cold, been in a cutoff. Like, I'm wearing a hoodie tonight. You sure are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I ended up not golfing cause it would have been too late and the games were on and, um, we had other stuff to do. So, um, watch the games while we were, you know, doing, doing other stuff around the house. Um, and then Tyler cut my hair that day and we got some new furniture built and just did a bunch. So then we went, uh, we went out to this new place that just opened. That's what Let's I talk said. about that. Yeah, let's talk about that burger. Yeah. So I sent Ted <laughs> a picture of the burger I was going to get. Well, just the the menu, like how they described it, all the things on it. And it's like a half pound patty. And then there's brisket on top of that and cheese and bacon and an onion ring and barbecue sauce and maybe something else at that point. But I, those were the main things I was focused on and excited about <laughs> and yeah it was it was pretty phenomenal was, so it was called the bronco burger though so then i i had to uh text that to ted and sean and be like let's ride uh, <laughs> right that's what it was let's ride <laughs> i was uh, like you sent it to the right two guys yeah yeah and so uh it was but, you know, overall, you know, the place was it was that burger was so good. Um, was it? All right. Because sometimes like, look, I like I love brisket. I love burgers. But sometimes I feel like is it is it overkill or was it a good mixture of them together? No, that one was really good. It was tough to eat at first. The first bite on each half. It was one of the ones where like, don't be a hero here. Just cut it in half. And oh, yeah. I, dude, I watch a lot of those food shows and like where they're eating crazy stuff. And like when they have like those massive sandwiches or burgers yeah. and they don't cut it in half, I'm like, how do you get a proper bite? Yeah. If you just if you bite around the round edge, it's like if I spend over sliding. Yeah. If I spend over ten bucks on a burger, I I I'm probably gonna want to spend it use a knife on it. Like, hopefully. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm team cut burgers in half every day of the week. Yeah. Um, you know, and I agree. Anthony Bourdain said like a truly a good burger you can eat with one hand and like i get what he's saying i'm on board with it it's just there's a lot of good burgers out there that are yeah they're intense to just get that first bite or two figured out until you can comfortably fit it in your hand uh this is one of those for sure yeah i i feel like and i trust me i love no reservations and bourdain but i feel like he was always kind of referencing like in and out or like a dick's burger yeah 
or he's sitting in like a diner. Like I don't remember him hunkering down on a burger with brisket on it too much. Right. Right. That's the thing. It's like I like both sides of it. Um, but I'll always use the knife on something like that. Um and yeah, I mean it was as good as it sounds. Uh the place though, it's it's called the Cowboy Cantina and it's like it's got some like it's I don't know what they're trying to be. They've got like cowboy bolognese with like a Mexican or like southwestern flair to it on the pasta. They've got a bunch of these burgers. They've got Mexican dishes. They've got, you know, they, they don't know, you know, there's just this, this big fusion menu. And the burger was 20 bucks, but it just it felt like a place that would have the AFC championship game on. Oh, did it did it just not have TVs or did it Didn't not have, have a on? single TV in there? Like Yeah. So that was that was a bummer. Tyler's portion of brisket was not what you would expect for brisket, you know, for brisket, but like it, I I got more of it on my I got like half the amount on my burger, and hers was like twice that on a plate. So it was overall, you know, I can't give the restaurant five stars, but that burger, the Bronco burger, I mean I I think you and Sean should come visit just for that. It's a mile down the hill. We could just walk there and walk back. And the AFC Championship was such a better game. It was. It was <laughs> even on a cell phone size screen, we watched the third quarter. And we ran back for the second or you know as fast as we could for the fourth quarter. Yeah. Nice. Well, look, I was <clears throat> I was an old man, right? Cuz I went to that show Friday night and Saturday was kind of hanging out, but uh, I had a good friend in town that I don't see much. So I was I was out late again Saturday. And then Sunday, somebody hit me up. I was like, I'm having people over. I was like, I'm sitting this one out. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm just going to sit here and watch two games. And then I the first game was so bad. I went ahead and took a nap. And I, was, yeah. I was like, they were like, how you feeling? You want to rally and come over? I was like, I literally just got up from a nap now. For, for everything you said earlier, like watching football by yourself is also pretty damn nice. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. That's, that's a good call. There is. Yeah, I will. Say, yeah, I go back and forth on that. Like, obviously, I honestly like by Sunday last weekend, I was just socialized out. Yeah. And they're all my friends. I was like, and I told the dude, I was like, man, I was just socialized out. I was I, I had been out chopping it up i mean saturday night i ran into like five other people i didn't even know i was gonna see so i mean it was it was a lot of catching up and the last uh last couple of years been a little wild for your boys you know <laughs> so like I, i'm just you know me i'm just like well this happened that happened and they're like holy shit. i was like yep yep a lot going on <laughs> yeah so by sunday like and it was it was cold as hell but it was a beautiful day sun was out up here matt so i just I went for a good walk around the neighborhood, went to uh, went to QFC, was clear. Oh, that was the thing. Went for like a walk, right? Just to kind of get the blood rushing. Then I came home and drank a little bit of the liquid uh, THC that comes okay. in like a little bottle. Clearly did not dose myself correctly as I was in the chip aisle, right? It's on like, Sunday. I'm going to get a bag of chips. I don't know how long I was standing there. Finally, the dude working there was just like, hey, man, can I help you with something? I'm like, God, just trying to decide what to get. And he goes, what are you thinking about? 
And I think I, I, I like walked up and down and picked out three different chips. And he was like, all right. He's like, what about regular Fritos and bean dip? That's what I love. And I was like, you know what? I think I said something like, I like your attitude. I'm going to get those. <laughs> like the poor, poor guy. It's Sunday afternoon. He's trying to stock the shelves. And I'm like, have you had the honey Dijon from kettle chips? A lot of flavor in that chip, man. <laughs> He's like, all right. I was like, all right, that's what I eat. <laughs> Move it along. And I hope he didn't look at my cart. It's the only thing, the other thing in there was a chicken wrap sandwich and two donuts. <laughs> it's a good Sunday, man. I mean, you're right. It was a I was setting up shop for a proper Sunday at the house. <laughs> yeah, well done. Set. <laughs> you're right watching a game and, and it's so funny is now that i'm telling you like everybody's like how's your weekend i was like it was pretty long i go but sunday was great what'd you do it's like i had a chicken season wrap some fritos and some donuts and you know i took my time with those donuts got a little jug of milk oh god yeah yeah that's that sounds like a yeah just a great way to end a awesome football season you know, like, because to me, the championship week is like, well, now there's a week off, like before the Super Bowl. So it's almost like the season's just kind of it's reached that point where I'm like, oh, damn, football is done. Like the Super Bowl yep. is so much bigger than football. Um, yeah, that's I mean, that's an extra holiday. Right, right. And like, it's just one game on a Sunday, two weeks from now. Like, that's not football football is thursday night all day saturday all day sunday like <laughs> football really ends with the bowl season like <laughs> that's yeah that's its own type of football and the bowl season's on and then there's the nfl playoffs and then yeah now it's like all right rihanna's playing at halftime have fun, everyone. Yeah, and I and right this I'm transitioning in. Maryland, uh, Maryland got a nice victory last night at home. It's like college basketball's there for you. I get it. And hockey, the Kraken are still rocking and rolling. Like they are. So but the you're right. like football is just such a big deal. It's like ah, like I go through two sadness. Number one <laughs> is like 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 late November. Like after you have like the second or third weekend in November, it's like, oh man, conference championship games, college football's almost over. And then you have, you're right, it's like, you know, wild card weekend. It's wild. It was oh. super wild card weekend this year. So it's like, yeah. oh, we got this, we got that, like blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, that it's just like, oh, I'm sad again. Football's leaving. And it's good. Spring's around the corner. We'll see if uh, old Puxatani Phil sees a shadow tomorrow. <laughs> But you're right, dude. It's a bummer. A little bit of a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, Cobb obviously is not here, so we don't have a Cobb topic. And frankly, I don't have anything. I don't have an easy question. Well, I guess the you know what? The Cobb topic circling back is red or green grapes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still saying green. I'm still saying red. All right. For everybody that enjoys grapes and some that have bad choices on it, his name's Matt. I'm the Ted Smith, and this is the podcast. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>